That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This show is intended for mature audiences. It contains adult themes and references to emotional and physical abuse. Please listen with care. A Dear Media original podcast. Session 7. Kathy. Oh, sorry. Therapy is a lot like growing a tree. No growth for the first few years while the roots establish, but then the tree shoots upward. And I just pulled Madeline's tree right out of the ground. Ah, I don't know how I could have made such a rookie mistake. Am I really that rusty? God. I pushed her therapy along too fast. I overinterpreted, showing off what I knew. Because of that, her memories of being called a monster instantly resurfaced. Her obsessive thought patterns took control. After this circuit, let's hit some five-minute intervals. That's the nature of obsessions, after all. They are defense mechanisms that protect patients from looking at what really terrifies them. Madeline is terrified of loving and being loved. Love meant abandonment, disappointment, and betrayal for her. I made a mistake. I presented her love of Anton as a good thing when really it was her worst nightmare. Facing her feelings absolutely terrified her. Okay, I got coffee and booze. Which one does this call for? Coffee. Thank you, Jess. And I need you to put on your peer supervision hat for a few minutes if you have the bandwidth. Always. And then after that, maybe I'll take a drink. I am waiting with breath that is baited to peer supervise away. (laughs) Okay. It's like I it's like I see myself making mistakes, but for some reason I can't stop. Like, like how could I have screwed up this much? I told you. You should have been in your own office. It really makes a difference. It keeps the doctor patient boundaries clear. You may be right. I've always known I had uh impulse control issues. And being in my own office in Toronto did help me don my therapist's full metal jacket. I used to call the chair in my office my detached chair. I could always feel the difference whenever I sat down in her office. She's behind the desk and, and like, I'm on the couch, like a a patient. Even a video chat would have been preferable. There really is an energetic power difference at play here, just based on the geography of your sessions. Uh, I keep wanting to call. Kathy, I don't think you... No, I know, I know. That would be self-serving. It's not the best thing for my patient. Well... That's one impulse you haven't acted on. Yeah, I should get a standing ovation for that one. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to let them go. 
You can't force someone to participate in therapy against their consent, even when they're legally required to show up. You know that never works. I realize now I was upset for personal reasons. Michael and I have been having a hard time. I'm sorry. Yeah, these constant trips to New York have been, it's been a major strain on our relationship. Another reason my patients should have come to me. Exactly. But I've had hard personal times before and still been able to keep things together professionally, you know? There must be something else going on. Did anything happen in session that triggered an emotional response in you? Hmm. She recounted a story about how her mother had her dog put down as some sort of deranged punishment. Yeah, maybe that impacted me more than I realized. I don't even like dogs that much, but, but you know, whatever excuses I can muster, it's, it's unacceptable. I, I, I did. I crossed a line. You're a tough cookie. You allow absolutely zero room for failure. You won't self-destruct if you make a little space for self-compassion. We've all had a lot going on recently. I would say that the general collective is not at its best right now, not to mention the fact that people make mistakes even in less intense times. Yeah, but our mistakes as therapists can have really dire consequences. Even so. This whole thing was screwy from the start with the father and the flying to New York. I mean, I can't start practicing again until I get this whole thing sorted out. Yeah, I think you need to get yourself back into regular therapy. Like heavy-duty analysis. Yeah, no, I know. I agree with that. And whoever you choose, tell them from me that you need to work on being a little kinder to yourself on top of everything else they have planned for you. Come on, you know kindness does not beget results. My clients pick me because I'm a no-nonsense problem solver. Perfectionism is contagious. If you expect it from yourself, you'll expect it from your patients, which is likely why you pushed your patient along too fast. Mm. Let me know if you want a recommendation for a therapist in the city. Thank you. Yeah, but I, I know who I should go to. It seems this case was doomed from the start. You told this man, Duncan, you did not do marriage counseling. You said to come alone, but he brought his girlfriend. Then you conceded seeing them both. You refused to treat his daughter, but then agreed to fly to New York to see her after he followed you to a coffee shop. You didn't even insist she come to your office. There are no professional boundaries to be seen. Well, Dr. Melch, when you put it that way... Why have you broken every one of your rules for this man? I don't know. I've acted in ways that just don't make sense. When I look back at my decisions, I realize they were wrong, but in the moment, I couldn't seem to maintain proper professional boundaries. Does Duncan remind you of anyone? Uh, Duncan looks a bit like my father. He you know, speaks with that same American brashness. He's a charming businessman, just like my dad. You know, he refused to call me Dr. Gildner, even though I reminded him multiple times. He just kept calling me Kathy. That's something my dad would have done. Oh, my God. That's why everything's gotten so messy. I'm experiencing countertransference. Yes, that would explain it. As you know, when it goes from patient to therapist, transference is essential to the therapeutic process. Madeline probably needed you to play the role of the loving mother she never had or the protective older sister. But when it goes the other way around, 
Yeah, it can be incredibly insidious. Exactly. I let Duncan off the hook because he reminded me so much of my own father. Never thoroughly examined why Duncan had emotionally abandoned his daughter. And I still can't wrap my head around that. Like, how could he have been so successful and yet have to hide in the basement when his wife lost her temper? You never solved the essential question. Why did Duncan love, or rather, remain adolescently infatuated with such cruel women? You're so right. We were so focused on Madeline's mother, who is the obvious villain, that I don't think I even subconsciously held Duncan responsible for his behavior. You have over ten years of experience, despite the break you took from practicing. You were one of my top students and the best TA I've ever had. For you to experience such a heightened counter-transference signals to me... There is trauma, or at least some level of disturbance, in your relationship with your father. Okay, don't get so Freudian with me. Me and my father had a wonderful relationship. You just admitted Duncan reminds you of your father. I believe there are more similarities than the ones you just described. Yeah, no, there are similarities, but Dad never emotionally abandoned us. When I supervised you on your first case at NYU, I remember you saying you felt alone with a huge amount of responsibility. There were times you felt embarrassed by your father's actions. The drive-thru. Dad? Dad! Dad, you're gonna get Yeah, he, uh... Yeah, he drove into a restaurant. Missed the drive-thru. Do you remember what you felt being in the car with him? I mean, I was terrified, obviously, but we didn't know he'd begun to lose his faculties. And he he never would have gotten behind the wheel if he... How else did his condition impact you and your family? (laughs) Uh, The the investments. Yeah, but he wasn't well. He he basically lost all our money. Bad investments, business schemes... Even I knew they were scams, and I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, we we really struggled for a while. You worked your way through school. Two jobs plus school. This is also my mother wouldn't have to worry about paying off his debts, but, you know, I would have worked five jobs if it would have brought him back. You were incredibly young to have such immense responsibility. He abandoned your family, leaving you with a mother who couldn't cope. Mom? Oh, Kath, I didn't know you were up here. Um... Just give me a moment. He didn't abandon us. He had a brain tumor and he died. You know the facts don't matter to the subconscious. It only deals with feelings. And death feels like abandonment. While Madeline's parents abandoned her by going to Russia, your father abandoned you at the same age through death. Oh, it's true. Duncan represented my father when he was successful and on top of the world before the inoperable brain tumor. Both Madeline and I were basically raised by our fathers. Duncan showered you with compliments and promises, making you feel like the adored daughter of a loving, successful father. It makes sense you'd want to freeze time and linger in his affection. Well, clearly I should have come to you sooner. I have work to do. You need to fully mourn the loss of your father so you can work on forgiving him for abandoning you. If I go back to my practice, I refuse to be this complacent again. You feel you're ready to come back to work? I really miss it. Huh. Those are two good things that came out of this unfortunate situation. 
I never liked the idea of the therapeutic world without you, Dr. Gildner. I don't want you to leave. Ah, uh, Vienna, you know you're welcome to call me anytime. I, I need to know where Malachi decides for college, you know. You can't leave me in suspense. Oh, he's obsessed with going to NYU because of you. Oh, I hope he gets in. He's such a smart kid. I hope he doesn't. Have you seen their tuition? I have to sell a kidney. Huh. Or ask for a raise. I'd rather sell the kidney. <laughs> How is she? Um. I hope I can still count on you to give it to me straight. I think the polite way to say it is... She's a fucking mess. <laughs> She's always fought hard to stay alive. She'll be fine. She's in her office, but didn't want to come down. Uh, Dr. Gildner? I... I had to catch you, Dr. Gildner. Aww. I bring you St. Christopher oh, For safety, travel. Thank you. Thank you, Estelle. We'll all be crying soon enough since you've abandoned us, Dr. Gildner. We're doomed. No, I think I think you'll be just fine, Emery. Easy for you to say. Well, I for one am not going down with the ship. I'm taking interviews. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be very happy wherever you end up, Lee. Hello, Dr. Gildner. I'm sorry, is is that Anton? Yep. Seeing him every morning is not the worst part of my day. Also, you're not crazy. Oh, sorry, you don't like that word. But, yeah, we all know she's low-key in love with him. Uh-huh. All I can say is, I'm impressed. No more than she deserves. <laughs> Truly. Wow. Um, okay, well, I, I, I guess this is it. <sighs> Safe travels. Hi, babies. Mommy. Hi, Mom. Hi, guys. Oh, hi, guys. Okay, okay. Thank you for the hug. My back down. All right. You ready? Dog. Oh, oh. Mommy, you have to come see. Dad got us a fish. Yeah, he's purple. He's so cool. His name's Scorpion. Wow. I love that. A fish named Scorpion. That is so cool. Uh, Do you know where, where where's Dad? Kitchen. Okay. I'll come see Scorpion after dinner. I just want to say hi to Dad. Hey. Oh. Hey. How was your flight? I'm here, so no complaints. Sorry, uh, can I help you? I've got it. All right, well, at least I can help you serve. Kids! Dinner! No, stop pushing me! Doesn't this look so good? Your dad's pesto is the best. You can eat it in front of the TV. Yep. (laughs) You don't run with your food. Weirdly liberal of you. I want to talk to you. Okay. First off, I'm sorry. I put stress on our marriage for clients who disrespected my boundaries. You said it wasn't a healthy situation from the start. And it turns out you were right. Thank you. Even though this wasn't a good situation... And I need to do some serious self-work so I don't veer into such an unprofessional realm again. It it reminded me how much I miss my practice. You're saying you want to go back to work? Yeah. I miss being able to pursue my passion. I miss helping people. It's what I'm really good at. 
And honestly, I missed, I missed having a little alone time now and then. Oh, you don't think you've had enough alone time? Well, yes, recently I've had more than you. But, you know, I think we swung from one extreme to the other. After doing most of the childcare, and, you know, we both know I kind of suck at it, I, I, I felt like I had to dump all the responsibility on you. But I don't want either of us to get lost in parenthood, you know? Well, I appreciate you admitting it. I, I, I did feel pretty dumped on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. But it turns out I actually liked spending more time with the boys. You know, I can see you really came into your own because I'm told we have a fish now. Yeah, well, it doesn't have fur or feathers, so it doesn't really break your no pets rule. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, when that thing dies... You're the one flushing it down the toilet and telling the kids that they wanted to go live with Dory. <laughs> All right, deal. So when's your next session? Well, things actually ended pretty unpleasantly with my client, and I won't be seeing her anymore. But the sessions ran their course. <laughs> yeah, it was like once I realized that I could now recognize a Ming Dynasty vase, I knew it was time for me to go. I'm sorry it didn't go as you hoped. The silver lining is I can promise you no more New York trips. Let's strategize how you can go back to work full time. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter is so darn sweet. I cannot get my daughter to move out to save my life. Mm -mm. I thought the whole generation had just gone Charlotte, soft. you just have to come on alive with me and tell everyone your what secret. A gift that would be for her audience. Ladies, ladies, please. Honestly, I was just lucky. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll believe that when pigs fall. I'm sure Madeline's success is entirely due to your parenting. And speaking of that... Do you think you could get us a friends and family discount you know, on some of these beautiful Oh, antiques? yes. I need to ground my apartment with ancient energy. Of course. You are so generous, Charlotte. Oh, my God. This one would look amazing in my dining room. Madeline would be happy to help. Happy to help with what, Mother? I'd prefer your friends not touch the antiques. My goodness, so serious. She must have gotten that from her father. You know that isn't me. <laughs> We are getting ready to ship those items. My employees spent hours packing them properly. Madeline, stop being such a stick in the mud. And who's this handsome man? Madeline, my darling. I believe you've forgotten your manners. Aren't you going to introduce us? I'm Anton. It's nice to finally meet you, Mrs. Arlington. Oh, no, 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 no. Mrs. Arlington is my mother-in-law. Please, call me Charlotte. I really prefer to... And do my eyes deceive me, or do you look like the kind of man who knows how to tango? Mother, I think it is time for you and your friends to leave. Oh, I don't understand why you're so vexed. It's a beautiful day. The birds are chirping, the sun is shining. Why can't you act like the precious baby I know you are? I do hope that drink of yours is helping you address these rage issues. You're right, Mother. I'm sorry. I'm working hard to improve and be the daughter that you deserve. Yeah, we're off to lunch at the Ritz anyway. <laughs>
I'm just glad you can admit when you're wrong. That's the thing, ladies. All children make mistakes, but it really shows character when one can admit one's failures. So true. Mm-hmm. So true. I'll put a few bottles of bubbly on your card for penance. Not at all. All right, ladies. Let's lunch. Just remember, I'm on a cleanse. Boss, you know I love you. But damn, I wish you'd stand up to her for once. Anton, I'm very sorry. You had to see that. Vienna, hold my calls for the rest of the day. But, uh... Just do it. Hi, listeners. Laura here, one of the producers of Good Morning Monster. We'd like to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors and tell you a little bit about the fabulous and very fitting services they offer. Good Morning Monster deals with themes on mental health, anxiety, and depression, so we're really grateful to be partnering with HERS on this project. When you're experiencing anxiety or depression, getting help can feel impossible. Adding another thing to the to-do list, building up the energy to reach out, or even just figuring out where to start can feel totally overwhelming. That's why HERS makes it simple to get access to the treatment you need. If you visit forhers.com slash monster, you can complete a free online assessment whenever and wherever you want. A licensed healthcare professional will review your intake and then can prescribe a proven mental health medication if it's right for you. Once prescribed, HERS ships your medication to you directly for free. Plus, through the HERS app, you can track your refills, explore curated content, and message your care team anytime. If you've tried it all, it's time to try HERS. Start your free assessment today at forhers.com slash monster. That's forhers.com slash monster. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Controlled substances are not available through our platform. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If there's anything we can take away from Good Morning Monster, it's the lesson that talking things through with a licensed professional can be tremendously helpful when you're struggling with your mental health or you just want to improve your overall happiness. I personally see a therapist regularly when I'm having a rough time, but even when things are going well in my life. I like to consistently improve my coping skills to build greater awareness about how my personal history affects my day-to-day now, and to find ways to continue evolving, to continue growing into a healthier, more present version of myself. And I find that talking to a capable but compassionate, objective professional is the best way for me to do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you need to. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GMM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash G-M-M. Thank you ever so. Good evening, Martin. Uh, 
A moment, Mrs. Arlington. Oh, sure, I told a handsome young man like you to call me Charlotte. Now, if you'll excuse me... Miss Arlington informed me that you will be moving out today. What? To your new townhome. In Florida. I, 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 I think there must be some mistake. I, I don't know anything about a new townhome. Well, Miss Arlington said... I'll need to confirm this with my daughter. I'm sure you understand. Your bags are all packed. Mrs. Arlington, I'm supposed to get you a cab to the airport. Your flight leaves in just a few hours. Oh, I'm sure a man in such a dignified profession surely can look the other way. I've always liked you, you know. I'm very happily married. Oh, well, congratulations to Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Morton. She's lucky to have a man like you. It's hard supporting a family these days. Everything's so expensive. Maybe this would help. You can just let me into my daughter's apartment and we don't have to say another word about it. <laughs> well, uh, I'm afraid that my job is worth a little more than $40, Mrs. Arlington. Well, if it's your job you're worried about, I'll have to inform the condo board that... That you, you've been stealing packages. Uh, uh, Mrs. Arlington. I refuse to be treated this way. I demand to speak to my daughter. When she hears about this, oh, you'll be in trouble. Now we don't need to get security involved. Go ahead, call security. What are you going to do? Hustle me out? Well, there's really no use. Your daughter has already changed the locks. Hey, can you guys grab her, please? I don't want her disturbing the residents upstairs. Ooh, get away from me. You have any idea who I am? I can make one call and be your last name. Mrs. Arlington, please, let's not turn this into a big thing. No, no I you can't let you in that elevator. Let's go outside so mine can call you a cab. Oh, Henry, this, this is a vintage Dior coat, you fucking heathen. Uh, this bitch just bit me. No. Go. 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 Lady. Martin, get the door! No, don't you dare! Don't you try to bite me! What on earth is going on? I'm so sorry, Mrs. Lai. We're dealing with a bit of an incident here. Uh, I have to keep the doors locked, but I can escort you through the delivery entrance if you'd like. You better let me in, you motherfucking pieces of shit! Do you have any idea who I am? Oh my god, who is that woman? Once you calm down, I'll call you a cab. We are so lucky to have you, Martin. To think a crazy woman like that could have just walked in. Hello? Dr. G! Oh, hi, Vienna. How have you been? I'm fucking fabulous! Thanks for asking! Guess what? What? Madeline wants to schedule a session with you! Good Morning Monster is a Dear Media production, produced with Wolf at the Door, based on Catherine Gildner's literary work, Good Morning Monster, starring Britt Lauer as Kathy, Aya Cash as Madeline, Dan Stevens as Duncan, and Judith Light as Charlotte. This episode also features Amber Iman, Liza Colonzeas, Carolina Hoyos, Cheryl Texera, Daniel Abelis, 
Debbie Derryberry, Elaine Wang, Jack Baca, Jenny Kwan, John O. Wilson, Matteo D'Amato, Molly Schreiber, Nana Visitor, Pun Bandu, Richard Tatum, Richard Cansino, Robin Reed, Time Winters, and Zeke Alton. Good Morning Monster was executive produced, written, and created by Catherine Gildner. The show was written and produced by Alexandra E. Hartman. Directed and produced for Dear Media by Laura Ramaday. Executive produced by Winnie Kemp, Alex Kemp, and Chica Barbosa for Wolf at the Door. Executive produced for Dear Media by Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, Lauren Bostick, and Michael Bostick. Casting by Kate Geller, CSA, assisted by Ross Schenker. Music composition by Daniel Brunel. Dialogue editing by Darren Bowling. Sound design and mix by Josh Falcon. Recording engineering by Bo Milkis. Associate produced for Wolf the Door by Makatsi Rakundo. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review.